Yeah, it, it takes a lot to freak out a Scandinavian. I'm gonna take your word for that. I don't know that I've ever known. It takes more than a topless Steve to freak out a Swede. You're just trying to make up episode titles now, aren't you? The other day, we had uh, some friends of ours over for dinner, and we're sitting there just doing the after-dinner conversation, and the topic of haircutting comes up, and my friend mentions that he likes going to sports clips, and I, of course, recall back to a conversation you and I had a few years ago where you go to sports clips like most men go to a brothel. Uh, that That's disingenuous to say it that way. But it's also totally right, yes. Yeah, okay. Only when I get the MVP treatment, which is where they shampoo your hair and you feel like a, a cheater. Do you ever go and not get the MVP treatment? Oh, yeah, almost every time, because I don't want to pay that oh, much okay. money. I'm not going to pay $30 or whatever it is to get a special shampoo, and it's... <laughs> if I go there, I feel I feel shamed when they ask. They ask every time, and I was like, no, not this time. Maybe next time, though. And they're like, okay, I'm going to hold you to that. So then. <laughs> it's like when you go to the masseuse and every time they're asking, so are, are we doing the full thing or just the regular thing? Like, regular thing today, man. Yeah, I've got places to go and only one <laughs> pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, haircuts. Yeah, so I mentioned to him that you have this experience. The exact phrase I said was, every time he goes to sports clips and gets the MVP treatment, he feels like he needs to tell his wife. And he gets this look on his face, and he looks over to his wife, who's got a look on her face and a foldedness on her arms, just glaring at him. And he's like, yeah, that's pretty true. But I get it every time. Nice. Okay. I feel vindicated. Somewhat. I'm actually sad that that's true for somebody else. (laughs) I feel like nobody else should have that issue. I feel like that should only be mine. Let me own that. You want to own that neurosis? Yeah, you don't want that. Just let me do this for us. I don't know. I I just got my haircut recently, and I I was very happy with it. I didn't want the full hipster Macklemore thing, but I wanted to kind of try that out. And so I I said, (laughs) okay, well, uh, you know, cut it up really high. Don't touch any of the stuff on the top unless you see how that w- looks. And she did. And I was like, oh, that's that's actually pretty much exactly what I was hoping for. Thank you. And so then <laughs> my wife, uh, I show her a clip from The Late Late Show with James Corden. And Rob Lowe is on there. And he's got the full haircut going on. And, of course, he's Rob Lowe, so he can make anything work. And she sees that and she's like, ah, you think you can make that work? That's <laughs> 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 like... What do you mean? She's like, the, the haircut. I was like, I mean, that's kind of what I was halfway going for, but uh, maybe. So I'm worried that I will get it and not be happy with it. And also, it's not going to make me look like Rob Lowe, so she won't be happy with it. And so we'll just all be a big unhappy family with a bad haircut. <laughs> there aren't a lot of advantages to being me, especially in the hair department. But one is, I always know what haircut I'm going to get. It's literally gotten to the point where I will only go to Great Clips because they save what I get in their computer. And when I they come in like, I'm Steve Shinney and I need a haircut. They type that in. They're like, okay, we know what to do. It tells them exactly what to do. They sit in the chair. They do the exact same thing. And there's no risk. There's no drama. There's nothing but a short, short haircut that leaves me looking even more bald than I normally do. I, I admire that because I change my mind every time I go into sport clips. So every time they look at their computer and they get their little readout and they're like, okay, 
I know what you want, and they tell me. I'm like, nope, actually, we're doing something different this time. And you can just feel the disdain dripping off of them, just like... (laughs) They're like, sir, we have this computer for a reason. Yeah, seriously, you're breaking everything about this entire establishment. What are you doing? So, um, my bigger concern is not getting the haircut. It's, do I want to be the guy that goes and either gets the because they do have the book of like the hairstyles that you're like oh i like that one i think i want that one today zachary taylor thomas do i want to be that Rob guy Lowe. <laughs> yeah yeah late zachary Steve. taylor thomas is who it looks like so do i want to be that guy or do i just screenshot it on my phone and show it to him that way <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't want to do either one, but I I would definitely I think you do that. I would, that would be great. I would definitely have to because, but but then you're like admitting like if I find the one in the book, then that's you know they have that material they know. If I show it on the phone, it's like can you make me look like Rob Lowe? And there's like oh sweetie no, it's like, no 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 just a haircut. And it's like yeah I know, but come on, let's not all lie to ourselves. So, I I'm conflicted. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I love the idea of you like seeing some dude on the street and you're like, "That's a haircut I want." And then you have to get your phone out, you have to follow this guy and you have to take pictures. Not just one picture, but at least two, probably three from different angles so that you can like show them what you want. And I can't imagine you have the social skills to actually ask the person for this. So you're like Hiding in bushes, jumping out around corners, and just taking pictures of this poor, scared man. A, I have more social skills than you think. Not a lot, but I, I do have some. I could easily do that if I really, really told myself I need to do that. But I could also lie and be like, okay, this is going to sound weird, but I'm doing a scavenger hunt, and it said we need to get a <laughs> selfie with a stranger. And not just a selfie, but a selfie from like five different angles. I don't know. Can you just go with it and please take this picture with me? And yeah. No, no, no. Don't put your hat on. Don't put your hat on. Yeah. (laughs) No, 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 no. It also says he has to have no hat on. His his hair has to be perfect. (laughs) Don't you harm the hair on that head. (laughs) You're my ticket out of here. Yeah. Sorry for making this weird. So that that would probably be my my tact is just to lie about it. I don't know. I, I, I definitely, that is how I've, I haven't taken pictures, but that's how I've lived my entire life. Like, waiting until I see a haircut that I like. And I, I'm a sim. Like, I see a haircut I like on, on somebody walking by, walking their dog. It's like, well, I'm going to my house and I'm getting that haircut in just, uh, just a couple seconds. Yeah. There was an incident when I was younger that a friend of mine had a, a certain hairstyle. And it was the, the most, like, simple haircut you could possibly imagine. But I didn't know anything about haircuts. I didn't know what they were called. So, I... Asked him what it was called. When I go to get my haircut, I want to get the same kind of haircut. He's like, "Oh, okay, it's just called the flat top." And when they was when he was styling my hair and and cutting it in such a way, I was like, "This man is using a lot more mousse than I imagine my friend uses." I wonder why he's doing that. <laughs> and then when we got done, I found out why, and I went to our house and cried for a good hour before I finally. I I don't remember how I lived with that for a while. I'm pretty sure I did. So did your friend like set you up and he didn't, he had like a bowl cut and he told you that it wasn't even a bowl cut. It was like the most normal, like, look what my hair looks like right now. Like just the normal ass haircut for a white guy is like what he had. (laughs) And yet for some reason I was like, all right, flat top. Thanks for telling me. I'm going to tell the barber that. (laughs) And I, yeah, I don't know if it was on purpose or I, he didn't like, you know, laugh his butt off when he finally saw it or whatever. I, 
<laughs> Maybe he felt pity on me. I don't. I don't remember. But I did. He like realize that he thought he had a flat top this whole time. He wanted a flat top really bad, and his mom cut his hair, and she either didn't know how to do a flat top or didn't want to give him a flat top, so she just cut his hair normal and said, "There's a flat top, sweetie." And then you were just a casualty of that. I would believe that to get rid of any latent ang- feelings of anger I have. Then yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably where I'll go with it. But when. I was a kid, by which I mean probably 10, 11, somewhere, somewhere in grade school. So like square in the middle of the 90s, I doubled down hard on flat tops. Because, you know, why not? And my mom would always cut my hair. So she was my flat top supplier. And one time she was cutting my hair and I had a flat top that was probably about, I don't know, n- nothing crazy, but like, you know, two, three inches up. And she was just doing the final bit of styling and she reached over to get something on the other side and zoop gave me a diagonal flat top like kid from kid and play yeah you got the yeah uh-huh sweet so uh and i i can't remember if i went with it or not i remember at the time like my mom was in a hurry like she had to go do something and so she's like we're gonna leave this for now i can't remember if she came back later and fixed it or if i was just all kinds of geometric at school the next day that uh so you started the fad is what you're telling me oh yeah you did that that was me kid or play stole that from you i can't remember which one was which i think it was kid but it could have very well been play then google which one was kid which one was play (laughs) i bet i bet that is that's an autocorrect isn't it yep it came right up awesome which one was kid and which one was play oh it's showing me a picture of them in 2010 i could not care less about what they looked like in 2010 yeah, unless they have the same hairstyles. No, thank you. Uh, unfortunately, they do not. They have two very normal haircuts now. That's a bummer. Yeah. It's like if Criss Cross doesn't still wear their clothes backwards, I don't care. <laughs> you also wouldn't know who they were. No. They could be bagging my groceries, and I'd be like, oh. Has anyone ever told you that you make me want to jump, jump? <laughs> You'd be like, dude, keep it quiet. Nobody knows. I'm going to witness protection. <laughs> Oh, wow. Criss Cross now is even more funny. Yeah. I want to say one of them had, like, really bad, like, hard times. Like, not, maybe not drugs, but definitely, like, did jail time or something. Uh, I could be wrong about hard. that. They're both probably, for, like, for... very, very well-to-do, like, CPAs or something. <laughs> it's like, no, no. <laughs> You're just being a racist asshole. They're doing fine. So, blind bags have been a thing for many years. You know, it's baseball cards when we were kids. You know, that's that's essentially a blind bag. You're opening it. You have no idea what you're going to get, but you're buying it hoping you're going to get the one card that you need. I, I, you know, haven't bought these types of toys for many a year, so I don't know when it happened, when it kind of took over, but, like, all toys are sold in blind bags now, like the little ones. And so you go and you just get the Series 3 blind bag of Lego or, as my daughter collects, the Tsum Tsums, Disney little cute stackable characters uh, my wife the trooper that she is will actually sit in the aisle and feel the packages and be like no that doesn't feel like that one. Oh, that's totally oh we already have that one okay put this back five feel another one so it's a phenomenon it's a there's entire youtube channels dedicated to like opening these things and like kids watch them by the millions and <laughs> it's it's the new old people just don't understand thing for me because i don't get how it's entertaining at all whatever so last night my daughter finishes her dinner and we always say okay well if you finish your dinner then you can have a little dessert and so she chooses to have starburst 
So we give her a little two-pack of Starburst, a little bag that comes with two in there. She takes it back to the table, and we hear her, All right, let's open this blind bag and see what we got. I'm like, oh, (laughs) no! Now, the fact that she's doing it like with as like, as if there's a camera there is not new. She's been doing that for a while. She hasn't been doing it with your, your food. Your daughter's a YouTuber? Oh, yeah. That, again, that, that's also not like an isolated thing. That's like apparently kids do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's like they sit there and act like they're filming or they actually get their mom and dad's phone and film themselves uh, and never actually put it out there. But, yeah, that's I, she's just never done it with food. Like, and I, I looked at my wife, we both looked at each other like, that's concerning. And then I, I said, it is technically a blind bag. You don't know what's going to be say, in there. Like, <laughs> that dual pack of Starburst is the original blind bag. And it's the ultimate, like, you don't know. It, there's a huge swing on how good that can be. You could get a pink red and you're feeling pretty high. You can get the double yellow and the world is a cruel bastard of a place. And that's what she got. She got two. She got two lemons, and she was like, "What? Two yellows? No way!" And I was like, "Oh, she's playing it up for the camera." And I go look, and I go, "Nope, it's two yellows." So she was, and her disappointment was real. It, it was two yellows is BS. Yeah, that was it was legit. I just, I, I had not experienced her uh, acting like her food was a blind bag, and that that kind of she's smart. Like, she's really smart, and so I'm not worried about that, like, the intelligence angle. I'm just worried that, I don't know. She probably has a YouTube channel, and you just haven't found it. Have you Googled your daughter's name? You should do that right now and make sure she doesn't have... She's probably got more followers than this podcast. Don't, let's not... We don't have to... This is supposed to be a just fun little segment. Don't make me sad. <laughs> don't remind me that my daughter's more popular than I am on the internet. That's, uh... That's how we eat Starburst in our house now, as blind bags. <laughs> each, each one's got an unboxing video. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see what's inside this bl- little square blind bag. That's just the Starburst kid. Stop it. Yeah. I also showed her the, the method while we're on the subject of opening Starburst, because, you know, if you open it a certain way, those things are sticky enough, the, the paper will stick to it, and then you get little bits of paper in your mouth along with the Starburst, and that's just not good. So you have to unfold a corner, and then unfold it all the way, and kind of work your finger down the seam there, so it opens the rest of the package and opens it, like, singularly, instead of, like, in little pieces, like, she tears it off. I don't know how much paper she's eating with these things, but it's got to oh, be significant. Unwrap. Okay, I was like, what's this secret method he's talking about? Like, it sounds like he's just unwrapping the Starburst and he thinks he's special yes. because he's not eating paper. That I mean, that's literally exactly what I just said, yes. I'm good at unwrapping Starburst, and it means I don't eat paper. I'm better than you. Nanana boo-boo, stick your head in doo-doo. We would always, like, pop them into our mouths, still wrapped, and unwrap them with our mouths and spit the paper at each other. Oh, gross. Yeah, we were pretty grody. Well, it's not even, like, good paper that you can, like, make a good paper wad out of. It's that waxy paper. The, the, the spit is just going to be like... <laughs> ah, it stuck my tongue. <laughs> ah, I got you. you literally just 100% accurately reenacted a good chunk of my childhood right there. (laughs) 
Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. Thank you.